Welcome to Right Spokane Perspective with your hosts, Mike Fagan and Tim Ben. We're opinion, fact, informative, and your alert system. Now let's get ready to rumble. Good day once again, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for rejoining Mike and Tim on your candidate feature this Wednesday episode here on Right Spokane Perspective. Hey, Mike, have we run out of candidates yet? Because we have interviewed a ton of candidates this election cycle. Uh, no, apparently we have not, because the candidate that we've got in studio with you and I here this evening is one that we have not interviewed as of yet. Well, so. I, I think there's a couple more that we haven't interviewed yet, and, and we're kind of running out of time because people have got ballots in hand and they're voting already, and, the, and if they haven't voted yet, they need to. Yeah, absolutely, man. And then once they finish voting, they need to encourage their friends, their coworkers, congregation members, get out there and vote, man. I mean, we yeah, got to exactly. get people, you know, tapping each other on the shoulder to get them out there and get them engaged for sure. That's right. And if they can't believe the flyer that they got in the mail, they can always go back and listen to the Right Spokane Perspective interviews with all the candidates, share it with friends and, you know, introduce them to the candidates the right way. And I think we get past the bullet points. Yeah, you betcha, man, for sure. And that was a wonderful interview interview with Miss Hassdorf yesterday. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Terry running into the fire. Yeah, definitely gave us some pointers and it would be really, really good if a lot of our listeners went out there and grabbed that book of hers because it definitely sounds like a roadmap for anybody who might have any sense an uh, inkling at all of running for office and stuff in the future. Well, running for office, and then it also sounds like she's got some key things in there so people can learn how to put out the structure fire that is the foundations of our government, if you will. Oh, you bet. Now, some years after the tragic loss of their first spouses, Robbie and Sabrina fell in love, married, and combined their two families. They built a new home, named it Havila. It signifies the making of something beautiful through pain. The couple said that they didn't build the home to forget their past, but to bring life from the ashes to celebrate hope. For them, it's a place of belonging, a place to celebrate life where we all cling to the promise of a future. That's a beautiful picture of our life in Jesus. He pulls our lives from the ashes and becomes for us a place of belonging. When we receive him, he makes his home in our hearts. God adopts us into his family through Jesus so that we belong to him. Although we'll go through painful times, he can use even those to bring good purposes in our lives. Daily, we have opportunity to grow in our understanding of God as we enjoy his love and celebrate what he's given us. In him, there's a fullness of life that we couldn't have without him. And we have the promise that this relationship will last forever. Jesus is our place of belonging, our reason to celebrate life, and our hope now and forever. You know the drill, folks. Father God, we are grateful that we belong to you. Thank you for a life of hope for now and forever. In your son's Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Now, you know, thinking about the inspiration and going all the way back to the the times of Jesus, they were building roads back then that are still there now. Yes, they are. And I know we got a candidate that wants to talk about that today because uh, we have roads that were built. And I was still alive when they were built, and they're not hardly there now. So I think we're going to talk about that. So we, I'm going to grab Mike's question uh, right out the gate for Wild Bill Schreiner. But Mike's got some contact info for you. You betcha, Tim, as we always strongly encourage you folks. you got to log on and check these folks out that we're serving up to you here. It is voting time right now. And I know that you guys have got those ballots sitting there in the bill box still, maybe sitting on the kitchen table or the counter still. But once again, we are 
here to beat the drum and strongly encourage it to get the job done for sure. You can get in contact with Mr. Wild Bill Schreiner by logging on to www.wildbillschreiner.com. Again, that'll be wildbillschreiner.com. If you can't do the good old internet thing, pick up the phone, dial him up locally at 509 217 2644. Again, that'll be 509-217-2644. And with that said, welcome to the Right Spokane Perspective, Wild Bill. Thank you. Oh, you guys, I love the smile. (laughs) We we, we have a lot of fun. We get a lot of information on this show. We we do a lot of interviews and we look at a lot of information. And and so I'm just going to come out the gate with Mike's favorite question. It's also one of our listeners' favorite questions for candidates because you want to know more about the candidate than a couple bullet points. You see all the flyers I got in front of me. I don't get to know too much about the candidates, but you do in an interview. So tell the listeners, who is Wild Bill Schreiner? What have you done with your life? I've had a lot of fun. (laughs) <laughs> way out fun uh that's why they call me wild bill i take an airplane so i got the privilege of flying skydivers in a super hot rod take them on a trip take them up making sure it's all smooth all right on the money drop them out come down and have party with them okay oh, wow. so so you're a pilot, you're a pilot. Uh, yeah i do i've done commercial i've done a charter jet i've come in and picked up uh the gonzaga basketball team right here or take them down to kansas city bring them back people do not know how well they're treated wow yeah straight level straight straight leather seats beautiful carpets nice tour buses yeah it's a way to travel my first time uh doing that uh taking them down there you wait at game over they bust them back in we fly them back to spokane set them down keep them safe oh so they don't fly commercial it's for private flights a lot of oh times yeah they've oh, got yeah. uh oh yeah well i was flying a don year 327j or actually the 328j for wow. them and then i did a lot of bankers and a lot of people who do uh um a lot of casinos. They're oh, treated wow. quite well. Yeah. Oh, I imagine. Yeah. Flights to Reno as well as Vegas. Uh, right? No, I did actually. I lived here. Uh, actually, I still live in um, on the west side, uh, Puget Sound region. I grew up here in Spokane, but I went over there four times the money for the same work. Gee whiz, why wouldn't I want to go over there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you, so you, you kind of traveled to uh, to wherever they were going to give you the best money for the flights. Yeah, well, that that jet right there, that was that was done far back. That was five thousand an hour minimum of fifteen thousand dollars just to get them point A to point B. But the casinos, I did uh, um, the uh, east east side of the of the world. They call it the USA, um, New Jersey. Oh, I oh, see. okay, wow. all right. So yeah, so a lot of flying. So uh, are you still a pilot? Oh, always. So you're always going to be a pilot. And so uh, what else have you done professionally other than flying around? Oh, business. What kind of business? Ah, well, first of all, uh, gee whiz, we were, my brother and I, 18, we tore down the Northtown Mall. Um, Northtown Mall, the original Northtown <laughs> the Mall. Are, the original Northtown Mall was all open. You walked around and then they wanted to enclose it. So uh, I figured it out in business. You, you pay for insurance 24 hours a day. You have equipment sitting for 24 hours a day. Let's start working it 24 hours a day. Yeah. Yeah, the body isn't designed for that too well. But we did a Northtown Mall at night. Then we started doing, uh, we did uh, stuff for Cox Cable when they were originally here in Spokane. Um, did wonderful work for them. They were so, so kind to us. So you had that heavy equipment like in the, like for excavating and stuff. Because you were tearing down Small. buildings with these things, We right? used shovels. 
oh, <laughs> a yeah. lot of shovels, a lot of, shovels. Wow. a lot of utilities out there, a lot of sprinkler systems. We stopped. We uh, reevaluated my brother and I because we were working many, 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 many hours trying mm-hmm. to serve com- uh, customers. We found out there's crooks. We didn't know that other contractors that you subcontracted for didn't want to pay. It's oh, amazing. Oh, so we yeah. used my grandpa. My grandpa helped us out. We He taught us an amazing amount, meaning you had, oh, you got to file this. You got to get insurance. You got to go to all these different agencies way back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Way back in the 80s. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He showed us. And then uh, he showed us how to look at contracts and read them. It was amazing at 18 years old. Wow. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's quite quite the, quite the education. Okay, so moving on from Cox Cable and things. Oh, and I just I said, well, it's time to become a pilot. Let's go do that and did that. And then okay. I went to school as well. My grandma was an inspiration on that. Um, went from there, learned, learned a few things uh, there, and I'm um, working for other companies. And, uh, you know, if they can do it, you can do it. And my grandpa taught us that. Well, yeah. I remember when we walked into Mr. Halverson's office, and I shouldn't be putting out names, <laughs> but they're the ones that tried to mess my brother and I over. We thought everybody was honest. We really did. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. Do, you do the work. You do it over to the, to the standards and exceed it. Well, there's a reason why there's so many attorneys, though, because not everyone's honest. That's a sad moment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it sure is. Yeah. Well, what led you to file to run for county commissioner? I took the privilege of doing a temporary job for Spokane County. Mm-hmm. And that temporary job was uh, traffic control or whatever they asked you to do in the district. And now I've worked for three different counties. I worked for King. Loved it. Over the top. Um, I got to spend a lot of taxpayers' money. It was wonderful. Actually, to get their landfill system back together. They had, This is back in the 90s. Um, they had millions of uh, hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. stacked. Well, when you blow up two houses and <laughs> you aren't doing what you're supposed to be doing, um, people call you in. So you're talking about the landfills that had methane problems. Yes, sir. Okay. Oh, you're spot on. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really a problem anymore. They finally figured it out. I don't know when. Oh, we can sell this product. Well, capture it. That's right. Yes. They capture it. We used to burn it, or uh, the landfill used to burn it, Cedar Hills. Right. Uh, they used to burn it. Uh, I'd watch it and watch it. Well, the burners were set up for boilers to generate electricity. Oh, well, they weren't supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. Why would we return money back to the taxpayer? <laughs> wow. <laughs> now they're doing it. Now they're doing They're it. capturing it. But then Spokane came up with the burner. You guys are way ahead. Sad moment is the burner's wearing down yeah they forget you gotta start and they need to start building a new one and then you then you have two yeah either that or providing some regularly scheduled maintenance yeah it's a regular there you go yeah yeah it's pretty simple (laughs) isn't it? if you have a resource you want to maintain it so that you continue to have that resource big time i'd like to actually see it money coming back to the taxpayer yeah that was kind of weird too i noticed you know that waste energy plant i think they profited about 10 million dollars a few years back and i didn't see a reduction in my garbage bill at all no i mean it's it's kind of like I was thinking to my with my wife the other day about how much the cost of firewood went up, but we're giving firewood away to the city for free every time they come and get the trash. But actually, no, we're paying for it. <laughs> yeah, you but are. Anyhow, oh my God, waste energy. So when I go out there, I can smell the weed. 
Yeah, uh, they do. They they generate dollars and cents from special burns out there. It's amazing. Yep. But they're taking uh, garbage from Antarctica and the North Pole and, and are you things serious? like that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you betcha. That's what I recall getting briefed on as far as, you know, the special burns that you're talking about. The, the, yeah. spe the special burns because they can take certain wastes that you can't get rid of in other places and because of the amount of heat in the burn, PA allows it. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. A beautiful facility. King County hasn't woken up to that. They've explored it. Talk's cheap. They need to start walking the talk. Just make it happen. It's beautiful. And in fact, it, it, it's actually ahead of the standards that I remember the controversy was for uh, the environmental situation. Well, the environmental situation is kind of strange, too, because not just on the the solid waste as far as garbage, but the water waste, they're talking about how we're destroying the environment oh. over here. Those red counties are destroying the environment while they've got sewage dumping right into Puget Sound. Oh, yeah. yeah. They sure oh, do. Oh, yeah. They, they subterrain it way out in the sound. Yeah, yeah, you bet. Now, is there a specific county issue or oh, big a time. lacking that caused you to, to file for office? Yes, sir. All right, and what would that be? First of all, number one, the, the commissioners hide. I don't get it. Business, you take care of your customers, period. You show up. They want to see you. They want to know a solution, period. Not Hyde. Josh Hyde's. Okay. Roads was my big, big concern right there. I worked in Whitman County. Took care of the road system down there, by the way. They're years in advance. Amazing. They set up their crush, their crush for their road systems 10 years in advance. Amazing. I come here. No. Zero. No, they're they're set up a year in advance for their overlay or a year in advance on their chip seal. Year in advance. Mm -hmm. And I come here, oh, we need to get out and uh, uh, we need to patch these potholes on these roads. They're going to be chip sealing here real shortly, meaning shortly less than a week. And they're just chasing the tails. So I started asking questions and they don't, the, the employees there are really kind. They are faithful. They want to work. They want. They just don't have the tools. Wow. It's amazing. So, so I just started asking questions, and then I I started looking up the chain mm -hmm. and engineering. So, well, that, well, don't miss out on the the next link of the chain, folks. Because we're going to take a break. We're going to be right back with Wild Bill Schreiner here because this chain of reaction conversation will continue. Because <laughs> we've got to talk about some other issues, including more on roads, growth management, and who owns the county. We'll be right back. You're looking at your ballot and realize you need more information about candidates and issues. There are two organizations that you can check out. The Citizens Alliance for Property Rights. Check them out at www.capr.us. And then We Believe We Vote is also a great source from the Christian perspective on candidates and issues. So log on to www.webelievewevote.com. Again, that's www.capr.us and www.webelievewevote.com. And welcome back from the break, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for rejoining Mike and Tim on Candidate Feature, this Wednesday episode here on Right Spokane Perspective. Now, in case you missed out on the first half of today's show, there is redemption. You can catch us on a rebroadcast of this show tonight at 9 p.m. on the fabulous 630 or 96.5 FM. Or you can grab the good old-fashioned internet, grab our podcast, share it with family, friends, neighbors, constituents. If you're an elected official and you don't want to be the one to tell people how to vote, share the podcast, share the shows 
we've interviewed a lot of candidates. People have got to turn out and vote. And there's also other shows. You know, we had a great author on the other day. So, you know, grab the right Spokane perspective. Have a great time with that. So we're here with Wild Bill Schreiner running for Spokane County Commissioner District 3. And we were talking about improving decaying roads as we went off into the break. So let's talk a little bit more about the condition of the roads and how the county, you know, plans for those. Unacceptable. Unex- There's no plan. They have a five-year road plan, but they're unacceptable. Decaying beyond repair. Like we had, I had mentioned, I'm standing on a 100-year street, and then I stand on a five-year street. Repair. Decayed. Yeah. You, you can go right up here on Five-Mile uh, five Hill here. You can go, here's a city street that a developer put in for them for those specific standards, and then you see the uh, rest of the roads county. Well, talk, talk about that. You said a word standard. So I know that obviously private contractors that dig up and do the plumbing in the city, I know that, you know, if it's a complete restructuring of the roads, the city government does not do that. That's done by private contractors. And those roads seem to last quite a long time. But, you know, the roads that are decaying that the, the city government comes in repairs, a lot of times if it's high traffic road, it only lasts a couple of years when they do uh, grind and, and resurface. So what do you think the county needs to be doing? Not just patch and satisfy, flat out start cre- uh, setting standards, build those roads from the bottom up correctly. Mm-hmm. And I mean, flat out put the engineer's ass on the line, get, make him guarantee that road. And that's a whole different world when his ass is on the line. Well, right. And I think, I think that's one of the things with the private contractors is they have to guarantee their work and their standards that they're having to stick to. Whereas with city or county, they can just make it look flat again. Yeah. Where's that? Who's setting that one? And that's where it led to, uh, oh, well, we don't have the budget. That's the excuse. I, there's so much money out here. Like I said, um, it just isn't just created. It, it, you had, The road, you spend money on gasoline. You get that road tax. It's brought back in. And then they put it and stuff it in the general budget. And then where does it go from there? Now, what I can stuff in the general budget. I thought it was a state constitution. They have to use road tax. Good luck. They put it in the general budget here. Okay, and that's unacceptable. That's called where are they hiding it? Okay, where do they put? Well, do you know how much the county is budgeting for roads every year? Oh, they they put it out. Yeah, they put a a general number down. Where does it go in pieces in the pie? I do not know. You got to go down and do a public records pull back to get the rest of that information so i haven't dissected that totally all i know as i look at the other end and the equipment that they send out it's it's unacceptable freaking unacceptable that's okay. what i'm saying so the equipment they send out you're talking about like the dump trucks and things that, oh yeah. yeah oh yeah well we only got two trucks to do this so hot mix they, they can't get enough hot mix to get out there and do their job. Well, And then I found out that there's a rule that uh, the county can only do so much. Otherwise, they're competing with uh, the private Private contractors, contractors yeah. Right. right. Yeah. And, and a lot of it has to be contracted out. Well, that just depends on what grant they're getting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. All right. Well, let's kind of switch gears here and talk a little bit about the Growth Management Act. Oh, that's ooh, that makes it real simple. If you want a uh, <clears throat> cash flow property, oh, they make it simple. Here you go. This is where we want it to, to develop is in this zone and this zone. So you're talking about like the urban growth boundaries and, and things yeah, like that. But that can be revisited every year. 
every year right down here in the county. That can be changed and worked with. But mm-hmm. you got to get to the right person who understands that and knows that. There's an engineering company, oh, that works for the developers. Oh, yeah, we can get that. We, I think we can get that taken care of. And mm. so they tie up your property. They uh, So they'll, they set that growth management up, and they don't. <laughs> so my property, I can't do anything with it because they state you can't do anything with that. That is a reserve. Well, how'd that come about? Hmm. Oh, we got a, they say there's a housing problem. Oh, I think there's a utility problem, meaning sewer. I tried to buy a piece of property or a building in Mead. Here's a sewer, brand new, the new sewer system coming. And that's Maine, less than a hundred and feet from it. Oh, well, that's not due to come on for five years, five years. I can put wow. an aplex in there. Right. And, you know, speaking of sewer, it's my understanding that, you know, one of the issues that's currently brewing between the county and the city of Spokane right now is the fact that you've got the county sewer treatment plant that's in the city limits. And now the city wants to issue or extend a utility tax to the county and the county users of the county sewer. How no, fun. No, that, was, that, was after, would, that was after the city decided to annex the facility right no i don't believe there was an annexation that was involved in that but well, well you that know, wasn't I, are you talking about the main sewers plant here in in uh Joth, spokane river no no we're talking about the sewage treatment plant that's right off of freya freya, off yeah, freya. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you bet so right now that that particular sewage treatment plant as well as all of its customers are embroiled in this taxation without representation potential where do you sit on that oh listen i'll make sure i have all the uh, information proper information not just talk about it not read about it i want to go see it visit it understand it so i can get it back to my constituents the people who live in district three so they understand it i mean i'm i'm looking at it uh here's a dry sewer it's all ready to roll I've got a, you've got this piece of property that can be changed, has immense potential. Oh no, that sewer doesn't come on until five years. I want to know dang good and why. Don't get any answers there at all. You make a phone call. Oh no, that's not, again, it's not. But then there's a plat in Mead in the back. I don't know. Um, oh, that's coming online. Somehow they, they found which way is that sewer rolling. It's less than 400 feet away. 400. Well, I'll set up a pump station then. I guess I have to go up there. Um, it's unacceptable. It's just unacceptable. So that's Growth Management Act. Now we're into kind of sewage, and I know the sewage runs. Uh, sorry uh, about uh, that. The sewage, that's okay. The sewage runs both ways in government. I know that. Um, <laughs> uh, so, right, that's good. So the whole thing with uh, the Growth Management Act, too, is, is you know, you got the urban growth boundary, but you have all these regulations around people building. And I know that, you know, it's... To me, it's not just about the big giant developers, but the small property owners, the small businessmen, the small contractors. They talk about infill all the time. So you got blank properties around the city and the county that could be developed, but the regulations, the environmental standards, and because you got to spend how much money just to do a survey to say that building a house there isn't going to kill a bald eagle or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's unacceptable, too. By God, you buy that piece of property and you try to make the best use for it. Um, people don't understand. Uh, somebody else is saying no. They're, they're dictating. Mm-hmm. That's it. 
But again, this growth management act can be uh, visited by the county commissioners at any time, the planning department down there. So when I finally get down to people who really actually old timers, then know, well, yeah, you can do that. We'll slide that in. Oh, it's got to be a mobile home, but we can slide that in and work that. Oh, now we got an answer. Yeah, you might have to get an attorney to get some of those answers if you're right. not actually in <laughs> elected government. So, you know, you said you've uh, visited some of these issues. I'm sure you visited some homes of residents that would be possible future constituents. And uh, your flyer says, we own this county. Let's build it the way we want it. So tell us a little bit about that. Building you the own it the way you want it. These people own it. If just a little participation, I just ask you for just a tiny bit of participation so you can start guiding where you want. You need to just a little, please, because I represent you. Period. I want to represent you. What's your voice? This is called representative government. From there, I take it to four other members now. And now I've got to work with them. Here's the information from my district. Here's what we need to work with. You got four. It's a teamwork. And, and it's been down there. It's just slide little things. Well, there, so there is four other members. You brought that up since you brought that up. What do you think about the change from three county commissioners to five? Excellent. You like the change? Oh, phenomenal. Okay. Yeah, now we're not playing a game. Right. Oh, Mr. French, I think we you know, you, we need to buy a racetrack. Oh, yeah, my buddy likes that racetrack. Yeah, let's count. The county bought the racetrack. Son of right. a bee. Now, Uncle Al... I don't blame you helping your buddies out. It's okay. Well, it seems like it, it seems like that in in government a lot. There's another county commissioner running for a seat who ended up with a nice placeholder position to wait so that individual could then later run for higher office after they termed out of a different office. So we see both political parties doing that. And by the way, I, I didn't see it on your flyer. What party do you hail from? Do you do you? Uh, uh, I tried the Republican Party, and and I don't like agree with the. I, so this isn't a party. I call it. This is not a party. I flat out need to represent the people. Here's my background. Yeah, uh, business-wise, yeah, you got to be sharp with your dollars and cents, but I need to verify my dollars and cents where they're really going. Right. I see red, white, and blue on here. So either, I don't know if you're red, if you're blue, if you're independent. Uh, we can, I'm, I'm just a person. I okay. just, I'm just a flat out person. Again, it is not a party situation. People, this is not about a party because I'll tell you what, when I party, hold on. <laughs> well, it sounds like you might be jumping out of a plane. I heard a little bit in, in the first half, but, um, and, and I also put on there, uh, when you own a business and when you're a representative, you're a representative 24 hours a day, seven days a week, whether you like it or not. This is a flat out job and it's 24 seven. And that's the way I look at it too. Yeah. I'm not awake 24 seven. By God, you can get in touch with me. And it, I just start at four in the morning. By God, I'm going to get back to you and I'm going to get a solution for you. That's it. Right. Right. Okay. So you're not, you're not in favor of the, the two party system. Um, no, this isn't a party. Not, it's not. Well, I mean, I, I think that the taxpayers are paying for lots of parties. I mean, it seems, <laughs> they are. Seems to oh, me yeah. like we are. So uh, anyhow, I what else do you got to share with the listeners? We got about a minute and a half left. You deserve it. You flat out need higher standards. This this town, I've seen way higher standards. And this is back in the 80s and 90s. And I've performed way higher. You can. It's called creativity. You own it. You dictate it. You want it. And that's nice. it. Nice, nice. Mike, any more questions? Got another minute. Yes, as a matter of fact. Well, why don't you go ahead and give the listeners a little bit of your heart here for that one minute. 
As far, listen, uh, this county can be anything. If you want it Disneyland, you can build Disneyland. You ask Walt, you go down to Disneyland. It's the cleanest place, designed, beautiful. You can have it. You can have it. Wonderful. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. Mr. Wild Bill Schreiner. <laughs> and as we always strongly encourage you, you got to log on and check out these people or pick up the phone and dial them up. You can go ahead and log on by going to www.wildbillschreiner.com. Again, that'll be wildbillschreiner.com. If you can't do the good old internet thing, pick up the phone and dial them up locally oh, by yeah. dialing 509 217 2644. Again, that'll be 217-2644. Now, hold on, Mike. Now, hold on, Mike. Just, Wild Bill, if you get elected to this position, just know I don't want us to be like Disneyland. I'd rather be like Disney World. It's in a state with a lot less crime. Oh, <laughs> no that's doubt about cool, it. Tim. <laughs> well, that's, that being that, said, that's another story. Mike yeah. and Tim are out of here today. We'll be back at you and in your face again tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye bye.